Hey, it's Scott Orner, Cruise Consulting, and thanks for joining us on Founders and Friends for another awesome podcast. Let's give a quick shout out to the Cruise Consulting accounting team. We're very fortunate. We have a ton of people at Cruise who work on the monthly books for our clients and get them all set up, due diligence ready, rocking every month, answering all the clients' questions, making all those adjustments. And there's no better moment for a founder and for us, really, when founder says, hey, I think I'm going to get a term sheet. Are my books ready for diligence? And we get to say, yes, they are. Fire away. Send them over. Give them access. That is a great feeling. It's the feeling that lets us know we've done a job very well done. And nothing is better than watching that cash hit the bank account. So if you are a venture-backed startup, you're going out to fundraise, maybe check us out. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. We love what we do. At taping here, I think we have 575 clients. Clients raise over a billion dollars this year. So we know what we're doing. And hopefully we can help you be successful in your fundraise. All right, let's get to the podcast. Thanks. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Harris Stolzenberg from Flock. Welcome, Harris. Thanks for having me, Scott. Appreciate it. My pleasure. So you have a super exciting company. I, I'll, you're a cruise client. I should get that so everyone knows. Very happy um, cruise client. Very happy. Th well, thank you. Thank you. But that's not why I had you on. I actually really love what you're doing. So Harris has nailed a really big emerging trend with Flock and the ability to get your team together in one place at an offsite if you are a remote company. I'm so excited about it. That's why I wanted to have you on. Maybe in your own words, tell everyone how you had the idea for Flock and also retrace your career a little bit. Yeah. So um, we were actually in Y Combinator, my co-founder and I, and we were working on a completely different project at the time. Um, and, you know, typical of YC, if things aren't going well, they say, you know, maybe think about pivoting. And it's never the, the pivoting process isn't, hey, come up with an idea and then go run with it. It's go talk to 100 companies, figure out what problems they're having and actually go solve those. And after talking to about 100 companies, you know, one trend kept coming up over and over again. It was that they're giving up their offices, they're going remote full time, and they're going to need a way to come together in person. They're just not equipped to do that. So once we heard that enough, we're like, we know what we want to build. We didn't know anything about travel at the time. We dove, you know, headfirst into it. And, you know, a year later, we've done over 125 of these events. It's really amazing. It's not just travel, though. There's a ton of coordination, yeah. logistics, messaging, even like, I hate to say it in this day and age, like vaccination policies and, you know, like there's a ton, like, and I, and before we turned the mics on, I was telling you that we we're getting together in 11 days, the whole cruise team. And that was before Flock was actually starting. We're getting on the Flock. next one. Don't worry. We got we're doing the next one, 2023. And we hired an event planner. We hired a travel agent. We have all these relationships with the hotel. There's a million things that are happening two of our team members are basically working at least half time on it. it there's a, there's so much opportunity for flock here to make everyone's life easier and basically use all your, your, you have all this knowledge of how the workflow should be, yep. how things should happen, who the good vendors are. That That's why I'm so excited. You're taking this like concept and making it 
so repeatable for everybody else. Right. Yeah. So like you guys plan one offsite a year. So you get to learn kind of from that one. But we've, like I said, we took the approach of let's do this manually. So you can think of us like everything you just mentioned right now. We're an event planner. We're a travel planner. We're doing all the logistics. We're working out of Google Sheets. Uh, we really wanted to start off really understanding the problem first so that now as we build software and build a platform to, you know, source venues, do attendee registration, book all of your flights, um, track your budget, you know, every build your itinerary, everything in between, that's all going to be digitized and automated. There's always going to be a human element to planning these events and, it, you know, it's yeah. still going to take you time. But, you know, estimate, we estimate in a hundred person event usually takes about 300 to 500 hours to plan. You know, we want to cut that down to a 10th of what it takes. Oh my God. Yeah. Powerful. There's also like this professionalism and doing it correctly is a really strong signal to the team. And, and like you're giving, you know, if you're cutting that by 90% the hours involved, you're basically creating like, you're giving like the, usually it's probably the operations people in the company who are doing this. You're giving them like their life back, their time back. Cause like for us, a lot of our, like some of our IT projects had to stop for a little while and, th and there's things like that, that is just like, oh my God, we're because we're doing it all in house instead of having like the experts to, to, organize yeah, people work. don't, people don't realize how many hours go into this. Yeah. You start planning it. And then you're like, there's the hotel, there's all the vendors you're bringing in, there's flights, ground, it just starts adding up and becomes really difficult to manage. And, um, we want to offer two, two solutions to companies. We have one where, you know, we have people say, I actually enjoy planning these events. Like I don't, I don't want to hire an event planner, but if your software can save me 90% of my yeah. time, like I'll pay you to use that software. So that's the use case we're building towards now. Um, but we'll always have that end to end. If you want our expert planners to plan it almost like a marketplace, yeah. uh, you can use the software and have our experts do it as well. I think the, the expert planner marketplace is a really good idea too, because we just happen to be super lucky in that our VP of operations his wife is an event planner. And so yep. we literally got like one of her friends. We probably saved a lot of money because of the relationship and she's really good, but we wouldn't really know who else to talk to about doing it. We wouldn't really know how to find someone. So that's a, like a pretty big value add to have like these vetted people who've done, and I'm sure there's like a rating system you're building. And I'm sure yep. you'll be able to show how many events they've actually planned for what kind of companies. So exactly. Yeah, that's exciting. exactly the way we're going. And um, the cool part is now that we're starting to do them and like there's like kind of 25 cities, I'd say, that keep coming up yeah. over and over again. And as we start planning more and more in each city, like we now know and can survey employees like, hey, what activity works well? What doesn't like what hotels are work well? What don't and we have all this knowledge that, you know, you wouldn't get planning one a year when, you know, you've never been to Nashville or you've never been to Riviera, Maya, Mexico, or Austin, Texas. We've been, we've done millions, of, not millions, hundreds of these events. So we're, we're going to start learning uh, eventually one day, maybe we'll You're, do millions. I'm laughing because we, we've done Vegas in 2019 and then COVID canceled two years. And then of course we're like, well, should we be looking outside of Vegas? And so yours truly, me, was calling hotels in Arizona. And I think I called some in Texas too, because those are kind of like central places and warm weather but yeah. like i don't know i you know who even knows if i was getting like decent quotes or anything we ended up just doing vegas but you're totally right there's like even cities or states that people want to go to and having we actually had to do like a bunch of research to figure out that like top golf would be a good idea and so we're yeah. going to top golf the first night you know like having that that like almost like a menu to be able to choose the things you want to do or what suits your 
company culture is like is just amazing. I'm I'm really happy yeah. for you. This is it's really yeah, cool. Yeah, thank you. I mean, you're telling me my product roadmap. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm seeing the wheels turning, and I'm like, that's exactly the direction we're we're going. So it's it's good to hear that you're excited about even, it because I think even yeah. like some of the other stuff around like we we're doing a stipend for every day because the submitting tons of expense reports and all is, is something we don't want to do. Yep. And also like I'm sure there's an opportunity for like code of conduct or things like that. Like I, you, everyone worries that like we have all these templates from all these past events we've done and people are like, Hey, what should our COVID policy be? Or yeah. you just said code of conduct. Like how do people act on this trip? How much should we tip? Like we've done so much of these events that we've had to learn this the hard way. But now that we know it, we can just share it through our platform and save you guys a ton of time when, you know, you guys aren't the experts on it. I love yeah. it. I love it. What just for some kind of fun, fun conversation here, like, can you share a couple of the states or cities that everyone loves going to? Is it like, were there any surprises there? Yeah, the big surprise for me, and I, I've actually never been to Mexico. I'm excited to go on one of our trips. We've done, I think we've done close to 25 in Riviera Maya region. So that's yeah. like Cancun, Playa yeah. del Carmen, all down that side. There's a great international airport. With COVID, they've actually been great. There's not a ton of restrictions. All the properties have testing on site. Oh, nice. um, there's all inclusive. So like that's been our most popular, surprisingly. I didn't think something out of the country during COVID times would be that. Um, next up is Austin, Texas. Mm. Third is like the greater Bay Area. So a lot of teams have like hubs and, you know, SF yeah. obviously, but they'll go to like Napa or Santa Cruz or Lake Tahoe, like that kind of region is third. Palm Springs is a big one in California, Palm Springs yeah. and San Diego, and then Miami. People love warm weather. You know, major international airport is a huge thing too, just because you've got team members flying in from all over. And then, you know, some teams are willing to drive like, you know, one to three hours outside of the city if they want more of that like yeah. nature you know, vibe. Yeah. The international airport's a really good point too. Cause we, we have people coming in from all over the world and what's kind of interesting is we had certain budgets. This is another thing. You, I'm the finance person, of course, at heart. So like I love budgets, but like we kind of did our budget. We didn't really know what we were getting into. Yep. And it, all the costs start adding up yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and the airfare has actually gone through the roof, you know? Yep. And I think part of that's like fuel and gas and things like that. But yeah, it's crazy, right? Like I'm sure, I'm sure there's some stuff you can do around that. What, That's what all if, stuff you want to build. Yeah. Like, you know, Hey, if I go to Austin versus Miami on these dates, like what do flight prices look yeah, like right now? How much will smart. I save? And like, that's, that's the goal is to eventually get there. Yeah. Hey, it's Scott Orn. And we're going to take a quick break from the podcast to give a shout out to the cruise tax team. Gosh, it's so nice to have an in-house taxi, and I can't even tell you. Uh, we have some really amazing professionals on the team. It's over, I think it's 13 people now, and we do everything from your federal state income tax return, state franchise tax filings, R&D tax credits. Those are pretty popular these days. And guess what? They're there for you when you go through diligence. A lot of people don't know this, but you actually go through tax diligence, not just operational kind of financial diligence, but you do go through tax diligence. So it's nice to have... Vanessa Cruz on the phone with your VCs and with the accounting firm they hired to diligence all your stuff and the law firm they hired to diligence all your stuff. Vanessa knows what she's doing. She's done this a million times. And uh, and not it's not just Vanessa. We have a really great team of tax professionals that will do those calls too. It's, it's kind of sometimes the difference between getting around clothes or having it take another two weeks because something was disorganized and the tax compliance wasn't done correctly. We hear those horror stories. 
from clients that come to us. So, hey, if you want Cruise's tax team on your side, we're here for you. Check us out at cruiseconsulting.com. Thanks. I have another kind of vanity fun kind of question for you. What are like the most popular meals? Like what do people, because we actually debated this too. We weren't sure what people would want. So like what what do, you know, and I don't want you you to share stuff you're comfortable sharing because like you said. Yeah, I'll I'll do my best here. So the first thing I learned is like, you don't realize how many dietary restrictions everyone has until you send out the list and it's like, you know, gluten-free, vegan, you know, pescatarian, and you have to accommodate all of those. So it gets very difficult. And that's a lot of like what we spend our time on is, is meal planning. Uh, so that was one interesting fact I learned. And then another interesting fact is like for our groups over, you know, 50 or 100 people, there's only so many places they can go eat. Like there's not that many private spots yes. that can host that many people. So I think people are surprised at how many meals you actually end up eating at the property you stay mm. at. So a lot of these big hotels or resorts, they're comfortable feeding you and for like all the different meals and they have great chefs there. Um, so I think the the thing that I was most surprised by is like, people eating the hotel food that they were worried about and being like, wow, that was actually really good because yeah, try getting a hundred people on a bus. Like that costs money. And then you got to rent out private space. Like a lot of times it's just easier to eat at the, at the hotel. It's, it's the cost of money. But one thing, cause we had done one in 2019, the time is so precious. You yep. spend so much time getting everyone there and <laughs> it's the, 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 the kind of the, the clock is running on the, on the time clock. And you, every, these 15, we do things in like either 15 or 30 minute kind of time segments, like a 30 minute time segment is like really valuable. And that, and that, that's might be a bus there and a bus back, you know? And so yep. all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we're actually not getting as much time together as we wish we could get. So that's, that's really, you're making me feel good actually. Cause we're going to do staying inside the Cosmo and, and basically okay. Cosmo has tons of restaurants and has good. Vegas is food. great though. So Vegas is like one of those cities where you can like they're built for big events so like you know if you're if you're in austin or if you're you know in hudson valley new york where there's not you know a space for 350 people it becomes a lot harder i will say vegas it's a little easier yeah. to you know, do some of these events well also i think vegas has we kind of we kind of program for like the day and dinner and then people can do whatever they want at night and within you know with respect and making sure everyone's treated correctly and all that kind of stuff yeah. But that's kind of nice too. You know, I like the fact that people can kind of get away and have some social time together. That's a big piece of feedback we actually get is like because companies haven't like they haven't met their employees in so long and they're spending a lot of money, they try to jam pack yeah. their day, from, you know, 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. And, you know, pe- yeah, people love it and have a great time. But the feedback we get on the survey is like we were exhausted. Like I wish we had a little bit more free time. So we try to guide our companies into making sure like people have some time for, for that. It's really smart. It also leads to that organic hanging out time that ever that's so important where, where friendships yeah. are really made. What about, do you mind spending just, a, you talked about the pivot, but like, I'm sure that was kind of a little bit stressful for you. Like maybe you can share a few words of advice for people who are maybe going through that or have to go through that in the future. Or what did you learn? Yeah. How'd you stay sane? It was incredibly stressful, I think. And I didn't touch on this earlier. You asked about my background. Before starting a company, I actually worked as a, as a venture capitalist at, at Pair VC. So I got to like see more startups than most people yeah. have you know, yeah. going into it, which I think really helped me a lot. Um, shout out to Pear, Marm, Pagemont, Ian there. Love, love those uh, that team uh, and learned a lot from them. So I'd say I was less stressed than most people, just knowing that I had seen so many companies pivot before. And you hear all the stories at Pair of like some of their biggest hits were, you know, 
they applied as a dog photo sharing app and then they turned into, you know, a, a multi-billion dollar company, right? Yeah. So I, I wasn't concerned. I think the thing that really got me excited or when I turned from like concerned to excited is you hear the same problem over and over again from companies. I think before we had the idea of what we work, we're going to work on, I was certainly stressed about like, we don't even, we don't even have a plan. Yeah. But once you hear the same problem again and again, I think it was pretty clear we, we needed to dive in. That's a good feeling. That's a really good feeling. It, it, you remind me of like when I joined Vanessa, cause it was like, I was actually working, I'd done venture capital and then was working at one of my portfolio companies learning a ton. And I was just watching her. It was like delivering the service was hard, architecting the service was hard, but like every person she talked to wanted, wanted what she was yeah. doing. And so you, you probably have the same experience where like, you're just over and over hearing, like, I wish I could get together with my team more often. I wish we could do it in a scalable way. I wish it wasn't so expensive. I wish I had an expert to handle it. And the, like the light bulb goes off and you're like, I know, I know my North star now. Exactly. That was a huge light bulb. And then I'd say the second light bulb is, we put up a landing page, we hired a few event planners and we're like, are people actually going to pay for it? They said they wanted it. Yeah. And you send out a few invoices and you're like a little nervous and they come back paid and you're like, wow, like this is real. Like we're, we're doing this and shout out to the early flock customers who put up with us kind of learning. And, you know, now I'd say we've, we've got it down to almost a science. That's fantastic. Now you talked about being a software company and you're building like, how is that maybe, you know, obviously don't give anything confidential away, but like, how is your process? Like, do you do like, you're like, oh my gosh, these dietary restrictions are just killing us with complexity. We need to all sit down and have like a product manager or something like that, build our spec for what the dietary, like, how does that process go? Yeah, because there's so many different parts to this event, like we're kind of building everything like modularly. Mm -hmm. So we're starting with, you know, one thing and then getting that good enough, throwing it into the wild, having users test it. And, you know, once that gets good enough, moving on to the next thing. So the first thing, for example, is um, we kept getting asked in sales calls, what is this going to cost? And, you know, we had spreadsheets and we had like, you know, past retreats, we could give some data points, but people really wanted to play with something to yeah. like figure out what their retreat or offsite was going to cost. So we built a calculator um, where you plug in, you know, how many people, how many nights, the type of experience, uh, you know, what your company is going to cover in terms of ground transportation. Do you guys drink a lot, whatever it is. Um, and it spits out a number and people are like, whoa, like this is awesome. And they could see how pulling different levers changed that cost. Um, so, you know, that was step one. And then it was like, hey, you know, where are good places to stay in like these regions. And like, we know because we've done it and we know them, but we wanted to show our customers that and they wanted to see pictures. Yeah, so yeah. You know, we built that. Um, and then it's like, Hey, like we're doing attendee registration through a Google form. Like, can you guys just make that better and put up like a retreat landing page where people register and it's all automated. And that's what we're building now. So it's kind of just like, as we hear problems from our customers, like, you know, we're hearing the same problems over and over again. Like, let's just try to keep up with them and, and build products along the way. In a weird way, the calculator and the pictures of the places is like a major kind of probably accelerator in your sales process too, because yeah. people are coming there and they know what kind of budget to ask for once they use the calculator. And they can, in that conversation where they're requesting budget, they can be like, these are the kind of places, look at this, this is where we're going to stay. So it's really smart. It's not just like, I know you didn't build it for that, but it's like a happy accident that it also kind of smooths the sales process as well. That's 100%. It's, it's really cool. We actually, we your, your thing about like a 
registration site or or you know is a is a really good one because we we are using our event planners version of that and it's not super sad it's not super great but it, it's okay it's functional but like having something company branded and maybe even like the comp you know team member pictures or things like that to get people in the yeah, mood nice little touch like make get people excited and yeah like as like google sheets like i don't know what your event planner is using but like if someone all the time we get messages like hey I'm changing my flight or, you know, I'm not coming or I'm doing something like changing that is like a huge nightmare for us in Google sheets and building out software where that's easy and everything yeah. is kept up to date. Like just those little improvements make the event planners life so much easier. That's really amazing. What's the reception from the event planners been like? They're so excited. I mean, so Jared, my co-founder, he, he's technical and he'll build something and they're just like, I can't believe like you built that in a, in a day, in a week. Like this is amazing. Like they're just so excited for us to keep pushing out products. So, and we're, we're we get excited seeing how excited they, they get. In, yeah. You know, in a weird way, um, there's a really strong analogy to like our business where like, the automated payroll systems and QuickBooks Online and a lot of the tools got started getting better and make us more efficient. And so I can I can totally visualize some of the event planners being so excited because they're more efficient and they make more money. It's yep. a win-win for everybody. So I, I can totally relate to that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, how like how big's the team now? And what's what's the are you hiring like event planners in-house? Are you bringing people in like the now development team, marketing team? Like what's How's the company growing up? Yeah, great question. So we've been really, we've raised venture money, obviously, but I like to think of ourselves as bootstrap. Like we didn't raise the, the massive round. We yeah. kind of, you yeah. know, like I said, we're acting as an event planning agency right now to get the learnings to eventually build a foundation to scale and build a software company. Um, so we're 35 people right now. Wow, I didn't know um, you were that big. Jeez. Yeah, well, okay. So we're, we're five full-time and then 30, like I said, event planner, hotel mm. experts mm -hmm. uh, that are working anywhere from, I'd say, 15 to 40 hours a week. Wow, that's, a, that's phenomenal. Um, so they're great. You know, I think the event planning industry was hit really hard during COVID. And when uh, Jared and I started this, people were like, you're crazy for starting an offsite company when no one can meet in the middle of COVID. And our strategy was once COVID yeah. lightens up, we're going to have all these learnings. We're going to hit the ground running exactly what we did and we've been able to actually work with some amazing amazing event planners who we wouldn't have been able to work with otherwise if, if COVID never happened i also really respect that you didn't do like the crazy ginormous round and have a huge value i mean you work in vc so you kind of know how these things work like if you did if you had raised too much money the pivot might have been hard or the vcs might not have signed off on the pivot or you actually can do the pivot, but now your valuation is way too high and the next round's a little bit harder to get. So I, I like, I mean, we're a bootstrap company too. And I, I, I know how hard it is, but I know how rewarding it is. And, and it makes you very focused. You can't just kind of gloss over. You know, That's the biggest thing is, yeah. you know, we know that the money can run out if we're not smart about it. Yeah. And like, we've been almost profitable the whole way through and we're growing sustainably. And I think given this kind of turn in, in the way the markets are going, when we do go out to raise that next round, it's going to be looked at, you know, pretty favorably given that, you know, we're, we're making money and we kind of control our own. Our you own business. Yeah. You clear business model. And like I said, I think, you know, crews were remote. Like we will be remote forever. Like I'm talking to you from Vanessa and I even moved out of San Francisco to Danville, the East Bay. Cause we're, cause we can do that now. We can, yep. we're a family. We have a four-year-old. We can live in a place that's very conducive to family life. And I don't see that going away. Even for all the talk 
of the banking industry making people come back to the office or some of the tech companies like the gigantic long tail is going to be remote and you guys are just like in the perfect spot for that. A hundred percent. And I mean, even when you're hearing these big companies are trying to get their people back, the next article you read is everyone's quitting and joining remote companies. So like, I think the trend is here to stay. And look, to be honest, like I wasn't, I was one of those people like in person, so important. You need to have people together. But now that I've been, we've been remote for the last 18 months. Like I love it. I'll never go back to a full-time office. Like I, yeah. So I, I think that's the way the world's going and people want to meet their team in person. And you know, if you're remote, Bring them together with Flock. That's it, man. You can get, you have that. It is important and getting everyone together is really powerful. And it's, it's, you know, at our, in our 2019 one, it was like hugs and people getting really emotional and excited to see each other. And I think it'll be even more like that with COVID having kept us all separate for two years. But yeah, you're onto something. I'm I'm super excited for you. Well, maybe you could tell everyone, you know, if they want to work with Flock or just get a quote or use the calculator how they can find you and how they should reach out. Yeah. The easiest thing to do is just go on our website, www.goflok.com, goflock.com. Uh, you can sign up, use the calculator, talk to me. And then if you want to just reach out directly, uh, my email is Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S at goflock.com, G-O-F-L-O-K.com. I love it. Congrats. I'm really happy for you. And you, you did the hard work you did, and you had the guts to do the pivot and now you're just like reaping the rewards and you're doing something that's like, it makes the world a better place. I really fundamentally believe that. And that's, you know, in our world, like we believe like doing good accounting and finance and taxes actually makes the world a better place because it helps people. And you're helping people bring their teams together and creating that culture, creating that like emotional connection. So I'm, I'm really happy for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. The coolest part for me is we're in all of our clients Slack channels and seeing all the pictures and all the oh, messages. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it's all about. So I love it. Um, I love it. Harris, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Scott. See ya. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to cruise, founders and friends. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Scotty Oles.